Hey everyone, I'm Jack Graber, and this is Episodes to a Healthy You. In this episode, we're talking about walking and the awesome benefits that come along with it with our guest, Dr. David Sabger. Dr. Sabger is a cardiologist here at Ohio Health and the founder of Walk with the Doc. We discuss how just the 30-minute stroll each day can improve your health in more ways than you might think. We also talk about the barriers when it comes to physical activity, how flexibility and strength training fit into the equation, as well as how the Walk with a Doctor program is inspiring people to improve their health through movement and conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Episodes to a Healthy You. I'm really excited about today's episode. This is a topic I'm really passionate about. We're talking about the importance of walking. We have the perfect guest today, Dr. David Sabger. I want to start with probably the most important question of the day. What is your average step count? I try and hit 17,000. I was above 20 for a while, and it felt like maybe that was a little much. Sanjay Gupta had detailed that he went to a South American tribe in Bolivia, and they are known to have the healthiest hearts in the entire world. And they tracked them with pedometers, and they were at 17,000. So I use that, and I figure if, if it's good enough for them, it's certainly good enough for me. That's incredible. I always set the goal for the summer to walk 10,000 steps a day. But it can be hard certain days. I find if I don't start walking after three o'clock, I could be in trouble and struggle to hit that goal. But 17,000 is incredible. Walking it, just does so many awesome things and it gives me creativity. So I try and do as much as I can. And you're right, there are a lot of days where it's tough, but that's where I like to go by an average. I have my master's in undergrad in exercise physiology. They used to be like the no pain, no gain mentality, where if I don't work super, super hard to my physical activity, I'm not going to receive any benefits of it. When it comes down to it, it's just like simple, relaxing walking can make a huge difference. Oh, yeah. And Jack, I thought the exact same thing. And it turns out walking is every bit as good as running. I like to run as well. My wife drags me around, but we get all the benefits of running by walking. It just takes a little longer, but it's really the ideal form of physical activity. It's such a low entry level. And it's not just good for our physical health, but it actually helps improve mental health. I know I was working from home for a little bit and to like clear my brain, kind of refresh. I just go on a quick 15 minute walk and it was a nice little recharge and I was ready to get back to work as soon as I was done. 100%. Yeah, the, the mental benefits, it reduces anxiety and depression close to 50% each. And with that being so rampant during the pandemic and even at other times, it's critical. And it's not only cardiovascular health, it's cancer. It reduces 13 types of cancer, Alzheimer's, arthritis. So it's really hard to come up with something that it doesn't dramatically affect. One of my textbooks, what I've always read is you want to walk at least 10 minutes at a time to receive the benefits, but a half hour over the course of the day. Is that what you go by as well? At least 10 minutes at a time? You know, they just recently changed that. But yeah, that's what I had told patients forever. And it just recently changed with the new guidelines saying that even smaller amounts add up to the benefit. So yeah, I would have everyone go at least 10 minutes, but it turns out that shorter periods of time work just as well adding up. And 
Yeah, we really shoot for that 150 minutes a week. That data has stayed there. So if it's half an hour a day, five, six, seven days a week, that is just perfect. And it's 150 minutes of moderate activity. So that's like a level, guys, where you can just comfortably walk and talk at the same time. It doesn't need to be that no pain, no gain mentality. It's just like a comfortable, enjoyable pace. Exactly. And I think walking is probably my favorite form of cardio. I don't run anymore, but you can walk outside. You can do it with friends. There's so many ways you can enjoy it. What are some of the things that are preventing people from doing it? I mean, to get at your point, it's like sneaky in its benefits because you just think you're out enjoying a beautiful day or you know, whatever, but it turns out everything inside us is improving and getting better and we're curing things. And of course, you're not thinking about it. And there are a lot of reasons that our patients are not as active. Typically what we hear most, what I hear most is the weather. And then we also hear about orthopedic issues. I think deep down people are concerned that what they're doing is by walking may not be enough. They may be concerned about what's going to happen to them on the trail. They may not be as strong as they want, but the cool thing is just getting out for a little bit. You don't have to build Rome in a day. So just a little bit more than you did yesterday, just putting on the shoes and going out to the mailbox or down the street. I mean, that's half the battle. So I recommend everyone just give it a shot and you will get better every day. I've always heard with cardiovascular training, I ran a marathon a few years ago. What big thing is you don't want to increase your cardiovascular 10% more than the previous week. So if you go from doing nothing to start all of a sudden trying to walk or run five days a week, that's when injuries are going to start to happen. I totally agree. I go by that 10% rule as well. Yeah. But the number one barrier I see is people just don't have enough time and one of the beauties of this virtual space is you can walk and take meetings at the same time, which is great. I know working from home has many challenges, but I think that's one of the benefits that working from home does have. It is. And it makes me think about the importance of wearables, these pedometers, which you can get at really any cost. And they're very reliable at even three, four bucks a piece. But as you were saying about maybe some days it's till three o'clock till you can't really have the opportunity to get outside for a little bit or get on the treadmill. Those help keep us honest and pushing towards those higher numbers where we get these really miraculous health benefits. I know before I started having the pedometer, like I thought it was super active because I do work in the exercise field. But once I started realizing how many steps, like I would only walk like three or 4,000 steps, I really realized like how I'm not as active as I actually think of that I am. Yeah, it's there's some days where I look down and I'm like, oh my goodness, I got to get outside. So uh, yeah. yeah, and it's, it also, I don't know, I like getting the credit. You hear all the time about parking the furthest spot, take the stairs and all that stuff. But it, to me, it adds a little more when you can look down at your pedometer and actually, you know, air quotes, get credit for what you're doing. Yeah, it actually makes doing chores easier. If you have to walk the dog or something, it's not like, oh, I have to do the to walk the dog. It's like, I'm going to get an extra 2,000 steps in right now. It's just extra steps towards your walking goal. Is it just cardiovascular training or do you do strength training and flexibility training as well? Mm, I need to do more. It's so important. You 
mentioned the 150 minutes of moderate physical activity or also 75 minutes of vigorous activity. As you know, they recommend two hours a week of strength training. It's so important to do that, especially as we get older and the flexibility training is is so important in a entirely different way to help ourselves with balance and staying in the game for as long as we can. We get so many people that will come in here and say, I'm going to start coming in five days a week. I'm going to do cardiovascular training. I'm going to do strength training. I'm going to change my diet. But I always tell people just focus on one small thing at a time and gradually work from there. Like if you're listening to this and realize like you don't do 150 minutes of moderate activity or you don't do two to three hours of strength training per week, just start with one little thing and gradually start to work up from that. Totally agree. I know you're the founder and CEO of Walk with the Doc. Can you tell us a little bit more about that organization? Sure. Started in 05, and what a typical Walk with a Doc event is, and we're, we're very fortunate, we're in almost 600 locations across the world. There is a common thread that runs through it, and I'll take you through the one we do at High Banks, which was the first one in North Columbus. Well, the first one overall. And we meet at 8.30. We go on four pillars. So there's the of course, the physical activity, but we also found out the social connection is huge. So although we started at 8.30, a lot of people come a little early, just say hi, give hugs, high fives, now that we can do that again. And then the speaker, typically a doctor, but anyone who may have an interesting thing to talk about, we welcome. They'll talk for a few minutes at the beginning, and that usually creates a great environment of that leads to questions and it's kind of a great icebreaker. We'll often have coffee, refreshments, everyone walks at their own pace, their own distance. So it's a very, very casual atmosphere as what you were alluding to before. It's a great place to kind of get your feet wet with just getting back in the game and, and walking. You'll find all paces there. And then we'll have a casual send off at 9.30. But the four things, in addition to physical activity and social connection, there's a growing amount of studies talking about the health benefits of nature. 120 minutes a week is our dose of that, if you will, to maybe get even up to 30% health benefit. And then finally, education. And that's why we like talking at the beginning and keeping people aware anything from you know high blood pressure to the delta variant whatever so we're all kind of in tune and i've been fortunate to lead about 500 of these since 05 and i've never left one and not been in a really great mood yeah that's that's sweet like the social aspect is huge the dropout rate would be so much slower on people if they were just told to walk by themselves the fact that you do with the group i think is great I had no idea that nature brought so many different health benefits. That's cool, too. I, I did realize that, but never really put it together. Yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to study. And there's a, a great lab out of the University of Washington, Earth Labs, that is doing some pioneering research. But the data is relatively really new, but very strong. Looking at really interesting things, like do we still get benefit if we're looking outside of a car window and things like that? But it's fun to follow the data, but you know we all feel so good when we're outside, and now it's really nice to see some science behind it. 
Yeah, that is really good. I had no idea, but like we stare at a screen so much throughout the workday and then we go home and watch TV or whatever we do to relax. And it is just nice to be out in nature. Oh, yeah. What did you guys do during the pandemic? Were you guys able to still walk together? We did not. So the fortunate thing about Walk With The Doc is our leaders are physicians, of course, and being the CEO, I, I wanted them to make their decision on what their comfort level was. Yeah, and we're very blessed to be in 39 countries. So not only the differences across the US, but abroad and most of our leaders did put it on hold. There are a few that continued with social distancing, masking, hand hygiene, and all that. But it was, for the most part, stopped for the better part of 14 months. We're now back. What we did as an organization is we held virtual walks on Saturday morning, which allowed us to feature these great docs from all over. Um, they would lead in their neighborhood and we would film it. We had some Zoom walk with the docs. And we also had a couple of virtual challenges where we would team up with this great company, Racery, and we would virtually walk the Grand Canyon where you got to see pictures and whether it was walking or cooking or snow shoveling, you could log your time and it would place your avatar on a certain spot on the Grand Canyon. And that was really great. It also surprisingly had a wonderful social connection component to it because we could virtually high five or comment on someone that we know or a new friend. So that was a really positive thing that happened during the pandemic. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a bunch of fun. It seems like Walk with the Doc, they were really active during that time. But as far as general population, we're recording this in July of 2021. Do you think people have been active during the pandemic? Or do you think they kind of straight away from that with sedentary lifestyle? Yeah, so it's anecdotal. You know, I try and talk to every single patient about it. Most appear to me that they were not as active as before with gyms being closed, pools being closed. And then, of course, overlying depression and anxiety that blanketed the pandemic took away a lot of motivation. So I would say anecdotally, seeing that the numbers were down, even though there were some really cool Saturdays where in our neighborhood, the streets were just packed with walkers, which lit me up. I was really excited about that. But I think generally the numbers were down. I love going to the gym. I thought they'd be closed for like one or two weeks max. But after that, I was like, I got to do something. So I started picking up walking and I started to really, really enjoy it. Do you have like a favorite pair of walking shoes? Like, is there a certain pair? I know people are passionate about a certain brand, certain shoe. Do you have a certain shoe that you like over over the others? Yeah, I've kind of bounced around. We've had uh, a wonderful partnership over the years with Fleet Feet and Front Runner here in Columbus. They have Hoka's, and I've really liked those. Recently, I run, as I mentioned, I've been wearing a pair of Brooks that I absolutely love. So I think all of us, of course, have different aspects to our feet. I think the important thing is going to a running store and having them look at your feet. The staff of some of these running stores are almost like physicians in the sense that they're really good at assessing what is best for you. And again, since we're all different, I recommend doing that and getting fitted for what feels best. 
you know, it's almost like Cinderella when you go into those stores. It's surprising how different these shoes feel on you. And you will find one likely that just feels like a perfect fit. So that's what I recommend. Yeah, I used to go in there and just pick out the coolest, <laughs> what I thought was <laughs> cool. But I do love the Hoka's, the fact that there's so much cushion underneath and it's such a lightweight shoe. I love that as far as running. Yeah. What has been the coolest place you've mm-hmm. actually gone walking? That's a really fun question. I think what I would say to that is one of the great things about just maintaining regular physical activity is thinking of my patients and, you know, my family to go visit national parks. I think being able to appreciate the immense beauty in in those locales is something that when you're physically active, you can appreciate a little more. We were at Acadia in Maine last fall and That was really spectacular. We met a friend of a friend who kind of served as a naturalist and tour guide. And some of the stuff around that area was was jaw-dropping and the leaves changing colors. So thanks. That's a fun question. That was probably one of my favorite walks. I've never seen a mountain in person. So I think I'm going to Colorado here in a few weeks. So I probably won't hike up a mountain, but just walking with the mountains in the background, I think would be pretty, pretty fun to do. Oh, yeah. But that will do it for today's episode. Hopefully you guys learned some of the benefits just by simply walking how many benefits that can bring. So thank you, David, so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Jack. I really appreciate it. Thanks for including me. It was amazing to hear how even just 30 minutes of walking each day can positively impact your health, reducing your risk of numerous diseases, helping manage weight, and even improving your mental health. It doesn't have to be walking, but it's important to find a formal physical activity you enjoy doing. We hope you found a few ideas from this episode that you can apply to your own health and wellness journey. All right, everyone, it's time for our listener question. If you want to have your question featured on the episode, just be sure to fill out the survey after listening. Today's question is, what is your favorite healthy snack to eat on the go? So Aaron, what do you think? My favorite healthy snack for grab and go are Lara bars. And they're my favorite for a few reasons. One, I think they're tasty, but also I can pronounce everything on the ingredient list. And a lot of the flavors have six or less ingredients. So they're really great for me on the go. They're really great to throw in my diaper bag for my toddler. They even make little mini ones for children. So those are my absolute favorite. What about you? I think mine's tuna. I always go to tuna because it's quick and easy. You just grab the bag. It's high source of protein. It makes you feel more full. I mean, it's low in calories. You can pretty much flavor it to whatever you want. Like I'll use hot sauce for it. You might think it's gross, but I'll actually put mustard in it sometimes. So I'm going to pick tuna. Nice. I have never heard of anybody putting hot sauce or mustard on their tuna. I'm a mayonnaise yeah. through and through kind of girl. Yeah, you might not like it, but you can, you can definitely try it out. <laughs> that was it for today's episode. Until next time, stay healthy.